Hi, welcome to Teach Me Biology, our revision podcast for A-level biology students. I'm Ria Corbett. And I'm Sarah Matthews. Hi, I'm Ria Corbett. I'm a science teacher with biology specialism. And on Teach Me Biology, I am teaching my co-host and little sister, Sarah Matthews. Ro- robot voice robot again. Robot voice again. Hang on. That last week. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <clears throat> I'm just Sarah Matthews, okay? <laughs> Biology level, topic by topic, to hopefully provide you, our lovely listeners, with an audio revision resource. And a few laughs. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't expect that a few laughs, so... Yes, we hope that you incorporate us into your revision and as a part of your learning journey. Dip in and out, listen to the episodes on your weaker topics or use us as your audio biology bible. Whatever you need us for, we are here. Episode 8. 8. Was there going to be a point where you're going to like forget what episode we're on? No. Oh, okay. No, never. Because I've already forgot. (laughs) Well, I'll always remind you, don't worry. So, facts this week. Fats, lipids. fats, lipids, lipids. Thoughts on lipids? Uh, good fats and evil fats. Mhm. Uh, that's everything I know. That's For that's example, kind of good. like an avocado would be a good one. Yeah. And like a slice of butter would be a bad one. Yeah. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> Let's get into the episode. Let's get into the episode. Right. So there's st- there's three main groups of lipids, but we don't. Well, there's four really, but. There's only really two that you need to know about for the specification. Got it. Okay. And you have to sort of be able to, like, they're important for the, you know, for the spec. And you and you have to sort of be able to compare them and contrast them and know what their structure is and what their properties are, that sort of thing. Okay. Okay. So the first one is triglycerides. The, ba- the basic idea there is that they're just for fat storage. Yeah. So the fat on your body. Okay. I like... Or not you specifically. They're the evil ones. Yeah, because you're not fat. Um, Thank you. So, any sort of fat deposits on your body, and like that protects your organs and all those sorts of things, that's going to be a triglyceride. It's going to. It's it's a store or a source of energy. Yes. Does that sort of make sense? So if I was like, God, I feel really triglyceridey today. Yeah, that would make sense. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And um, so you have to be able to describe how they're formed and their properties. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're sort of the, they're like the traditional idea of fat and yeah. oils and things like that. And then we've got phospholipids. They're similar in structure to triglycerides. We'll obviously go into a lot of detail about these in a minute. Yeah. But they're still fats, but they're more sort of like our cell membranes. That that's the main like the main structure of cell membranes are these what we, what we call phospholipids and they're mainly sort of they're very fatty so that okay. so that's what's in our cell membrane yeah so all of the cell mem- all of our cell membranes oh, okay. have these phospholipids and we'll we'll do a whole episode on membranes so whatever we talk about today we'll go over probably again yeah with the with that in mind the membrane stuff in mind but we'll, we'll talk about that phospholipids are, qu- are like they're not just in membranes they're generally they're really useful in life as well. Like they, they behave as a, what we call an emulsifier because we'll talk more about this later. But one end of it is attracted to water, and one end is repels water. So okay. they can act as a really good emulsifier. So an example would be like washing up liquid. If you're trying to get the grease off plates and you're using water, then the water will repel the grease off the plates and won't clean them. 
Oh, okay. But if you use washing up liquid, that will actually act as an emulsifier. One end will attach to the water, one end will attach to the oil. Sort of pull them together oh. and then you can wash it away. Never know. Yeah. It's the same with like washing hands. You know, you should use a good soap to wash your hands as often as you can right now with all the with the yeah. pandemic going on. All the grease on your hands is naturally there and the virus, if it's on your hands, will be in that grease, stuck in that grease. Mm-hmm. And if you use soap that grease will stick with the water through the emulsifier and hopefully it will wash the virus away mm. away from your hands so they're, they're quite important in life generally that the the idea of them having like the polar opposite yeah um ends and stuff but that's what phospholipids are in the membranes and in our bodies and stuff like that so you have to be able to know the difference between triglycerides and phos- uh, phospholipids and um the, in terms of their structure mm-hmm. and then like there's also sterols. Another group of an, another group of fats is sterols. So like things like cholesterol. That's, that's obviously bad. important in terms of diet. It's important to think about cholesterol mm-hmm. and the sorts of fats that you're eating in terms of trying to like lower your cholesterol. But they're also important in in the membrane as well. Cholesterol's found in your membranes because its strength gives it sort of structure and rigidity. There's also a fourth group, but they're like waxes. Okay. They're not really important in like anything that we're doing. Okay, fine. Right. So we don't have to talk about that at all. But they do have that sort of, generally, like lipids have a, a waterproofing sort of thing, and that's what waxes are good for, particularly on yeah. like plants, like leaves are waxy, aren't they, as a waterproofing thing. And that's, thing. And, that's oh. and that's lipids as well, yeah. So let's focus on triglycerides, uh-huh. okay? So the formation, the properties, and so on. So that word, triglyceride, tri meaning? Three. Three. And then the glyceride just basically refers to glycerol, okay? Uh-huh. So the three is referring to fatty acids, so there's three fatty acids, and the glyceride is referring to a glycerol molecule. So that is okay. what a triglyceride is made of. So if you look at that diagram, uh, yes. the diagram Sarah's looking at, as always, available at teachmescience.co.uk, just the one that she's looking at, or again, you'll find very similar diagrams in your textbooks, revision guides. Use those if you want to. If you want to look at exactly what Sarah's looking at, go to the website, just download it, print it off, uh, write notes on it, you know, just use Whatever it as you, you can. Do with it. Use it as however you want. Yeah, so as you can see, I've done a, a crude diagram just in that top corner. Yes. And you've just got the, the glycerol and then the three fatty acids coming off it. That is what a triglyceride looks like. And that's showing you the basic structure. Just, what? So, um, not I don't know if you would, if they um, wanted you to draw something like this in an exam. They, would you draw that? No, you'd no. have to draw the molecular version. So you'd be drawing this on yeah. the right. Okay, yeah. all right. So th- that's just to give you this sort of idea of yeah. what it looks like. Not a polymer. Not a polymer. Like carbohydrates were a polymer because they were a chain of... Um, sugar. Sugars, yeah. yeah. Chains of sugars, like repeating. Uh-huh. And what did we call the individual units... Of Mon- monomers. Monomers. monomers so it's not a repeating chain yeah. of monomers it just is a glycerol and three fatty acids does that make sense yeah yeah there's not a polymer interestingly not like carbohydrates were and like proteins will be which we'll do in, in a few episodes time yeah but however when the glycerol bonds to the fatty acids what type of reaction would that be i can't remember what it's called condensation oh, oh yeah okay I was right yeah. yeah so it would, be a, it would still be a condensation reaction, so you're still yeah. releasing water every time. Lots of water, and that's actually a really good property of fats. There's lots of hydrogen and oxygen, so that it, there's lots of water to be released. So this time the bond is an ester bond, we call it an ester bond. 
each one of those fatty acids bonded to the glycerol, each one of those is called an ester bond. And you can see that forming here. Yeah. And that there is the ester bond on the triglyceride formation. C to the O to the C. C to the O to the C. Yeah, you get that idea. So glycerol is always the same. So even in phospholipids, there'll be a glycerol. So that's always going to be there. Okay. okay. But fatty acids are actually, so if you look at the molecular drawing here, that's your glycerol. The sort of backbone of the three carbons, you've got the OHs coming off and then the hydrogens. So the C, double bond O to that O, H, and then we've got this R. That is a basic structure of a fatty acid. You've always got like a... What's the R? Well, that, I'm going to explain oh, okay. that now. So this is what a fatty acid looks like in, like in a sort of general form. You've always got the COOH, which we call a carboxyl group, COOH. You've okay. always got that. But the R is basically showing you a hydrocarbon chain. So hydrocarbon, just made up of carbon and hydrogens, and it can be any length. So that R is that? Yes. Okay, so that so, really zoomed in. <laughs> yeah, and it can be... Um, and the reason we've got R is because that can represent any length of hydrocarbon chain. Underneath, you've got the saturated and unsaturated. I'll explain that in a minute. But you can see that you've got the C double O H. And then I've drawn a chain of six carbons. It could have been 20 carbons. It could be 23 carbons. Different fats, so different fats and oils, are different because of the different length of hydrocarbon chain. So you've always got your C double O H. And then any length of hydrocarbon chain hanging off the end. Yeah? yeah, and that would make a different fat or a different triglyceride mm -hmm. every time. So that's showing the formation there. That fatty acid is bonding to that OH. And you can see the water coming off, and you can see what you've got left, O to the C there. And then you've got your double bond O, and then your variable group hanging off there. And then that happens two more times to form two more ester bonds, and then that you've got your whole triglyceride. Okay. I've had to explain that using the diagram. Use your textbooks or use the diagrams that we've got so that you can sort of talk it through together a little bit as you're sort of listening. You can see a visual that will help you yeah. with that. Anyone listening, just, just make sure you do that. That would be hard to understand if you haven't got a diagram in front of you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm basically using that diagram to, to show you and explain it to you. Yeah. So like visually, it's not going to work over a podcast, you know, if people are just listening. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, that is kind of it. I mean... You've got three ester bonds forming. It's a condensation reaction that forms those three ester bonds. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is that simple. What I will just add is the saturated and unsaturated bit. The difference between a saturated and an unsaturated is the bonds that are present in the hydrocarbon. So if you look... So the unsaturated has got um, this... At least one double bond. At least one double bond. Okay. Yeah. Carbon can hold four bonds. So if you look at any carbon in any of these diagrams, there's four lines coming off each one. It can only hold four bonds. Okay. If I was to go into covalent bonding with you in a lot more detail, you'd understand why, but you don't really need to understand why for this right now. Okay. If you look at each carbon, it's got four bonds. The top one, the saturated one, that word saturated, what does that mean to you? Absolutely covered in. <laughs> Absolutely covered in, yeah. Can't hold any more. Like, if you think yeah. of it like something was... Coated. Some... Like a sponge full of water. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if a sponge was saturated, it can't hold any more water. Yeah. Which kind of it makes sense here, because the, each bond is being used. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah. 
unsaturated, you've got a double bond, that could open up and form a, a bond with another yeah. element. Yeah. Okay? So uh, it's unsaturated. It could it could actually have more reactions. That bond could hold mm-hmm. another molecule, another oh, atom. Right. Again, you could be asked, what's the difference between a saturated fatty acid and an unsaturated fatty acid? And you'd say the unsaturated can has got double bond, at least one double bond. At least one double bond present, okay. yeah. Carbon to carbon. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I mean, that's it really for triglycerides in, okay, at that point. This, um, so, the phospholipid, as you can see from the diagram, it's still got the glycerol. Yeah. Only one of the fatty acids is, is, is gone and it's been replaced with a phosphate. So, that P represents a phosphate, a phosphate molecule. Yeah. And that's why it's called phospholipid. Yeah. Because it, it contains that, phos- that phosphate. Again, you can see the similarities. You can see a difference, a clear difference there. So if we start thinking about the sort of questions you might get, if you're going to compare and contrast a triglyceride with a phospholipid, you can say that they both have glycerol. They both contain at least two fatty acids. Those fatty acids could be saturated or unsaturated. doesn't matter. But they've been present in both. The glycerol is only bonded in the phospholipid to two fatty acids. And one phosphate. And one phosphate. So there's a phosphate present, whereas in triglycerides, there's three fatty acids and that's it. Now, remember what I said before, that the, the water, a bit attracting to water or repelling water. Yeah. Now, a triglyceride, which is the top one, that is only ever going to repel water. We call it hydrophobic. Oh, no, that word. Yeah, yeah. hydrophobic repels water. Mm-hmm. Basically, phobic would suggest scared of water, that it stays yeah. away from water, repels water. The whole molecule is going to stay away from water, basically. Yeah. Whereas a phospholipid, you've got the fatty acids at one side, at one end, that will repel water. But actually the phosphate is going to be hydrophilic, the term water-liking mm-hmm. or attracted to water. Okay? So, so you've got one end that will attract water and one end will yeah. stay away from water. So actually that's why they're really good at forming cell membranes. Because, because one the... end... One on end on the inside is going to repel it, I guess, or yeah. So they form they form what we call a bilayer. All the phosphates will be on the outside. So you'll have phosphates facing into the cell and phosphates in, uh, facing out of the cell. So that will interact with the water in the cytoplasm and the water in the outside and the blood or wherever mm-hmm. it might be. And then you've got your tails on the inside facing each other. And that will give that membrane structure. And it will allow certain things to pass through and certain things Not won't be able to, to pass through. Yeah. Yes. So anything that's water-soluble won't be able to pass through the membrane because the tails will, re- will reject it or repel it, wouldn't let it through. So they have to go through different things through the membrane. But when we do the episode on the cell membrane, mm-hmm. we will um, look at all, the, all that sort of stuff. And you'll look at that structure in a lot more detail and we'll cover phospholipids again within that episode but for now we just want to compare them to triglycerides and just look at their properties a little bit and then phospholipids are also good because the phosphate will combine with carbohydrates and form what we call glycolipids which act as like receptors on the outside of the cell so if the cell has to interact with anything like a hormone or if a virus tries to sort of bond with it like covid does so Mm -hmm. there'll be receptors on the outside of cells that the virus combined with and then it will um, use that to gain entry to the cell and then it'll be able to re- replicate, replicate inside, inside the, cell. the cell. So if you think about the types of questions that you might get, 
You may be given diagrams of different molecules or different bonds and you might have to identify them from them. So it might say like A, B, C, D, which one's an ester bond or what would you call B, you know, that sort of thing. It will give you those diagrams, you'd have to do that. Definitely differences between triglycerides and phospholipids. So like obvious differences and obvious similarities. They might ask you to draw a triglyceride, but they will give you a glycerol and a fatty acid diagram and then you might have to then draw the triglyceride. So you just need to do the glycerol and the three fatty acids? Coming off it, yeah, yeah and the three, the three ester bonds. And definitely they could ask you the difference between saturated and unsaturated. In fact, that comes up quite a lot. A lot of questions on lipids are linked to lipid digestion, which comes up later. So that would make sense that they would link them together, like the structure of okay. a lipid and then how lipids are broken down in digestion. It would make sense that they would maybe go together in the same question. But that is a separate episode. So I've got three questions. See how you get on. I know you're a little bit nervous about these this week. Oh, God. Okay. First question, one mark. Explain why triglycerides are not considered polymers. Because they are not a chain of sugars. Not sugars, not the word sugar. Not a chain of... What's what does yes exactly? I was just about to say what does the sugar represent in terms of a unit? So yeah, not made of monomers. Do I say not made of monomers or not a chain of monomers? Not a chain of monomers. You'd have to use the word monomers, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Question two, one mark. Describe how a saturated fatty acid is different from an unsaturated fatty acid. Um, The unsaturated fatty acid has got. At least one double bond. Perfect. Stop there. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. And then you've got the alternative answer. Saturated contains only single bonds. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, is a big wet sponge full of water? Would that get me a point? No. Okay, question three, five marks. Oh, God. Okay. Compare and contrast. Yep, so similarities and differences between the structure and properties of triglycerides and phospholipids. Okay. So... They've both got a glycerol. Yes, one they mark. both got at least two fatty acids. Yes. They can be either unsaturated or saturated. Yep, so the fatty acids can be both saturated and unsaturated. Yep. And um, is, is it differences as well? Uh, and differences, yep. So the phospholipid will have a phosphate. Instead of a, fatty a acid. third fatty acid, yep. And uh, I need one more. Ooh, so think about like the the water relationship to water. Oh, okay, yeah. So, uh, so the triglyceride is not attracted to water at all. Yeah. So I've it's forgotten what the word is. Only hydrophobic. Yeah. And the phospholipid is one end of it likes water, the other end does not like water. Yeah. So the phosphate is attracted to water, and yes. the fatty acid end is repelling water, yes. or hydrophobic. All of the marks that you could have got there it would probably be repeating things that you've said both contain ester bonds i didn't say that you didn't say that but that is a possible mm-hmm. answer because they do don't they between the glycerol and the fatty acid both contain glycerol you did say that the fatty acids can be both saturated or unsaturated as yep. you said both are insoluble okay which makes sense because they repel water and very similar to what we talked about with starch and things like that. And, and glycogen and cellulose, um, it's, be- it's good that they're insoluble because, remember, they're a storage of, of energy. energy. So it, in order to be a storage, it just needs to sit there and not affect any of the chemistry in the cell, particularly water potential, so that there's no osmosis. So yeah. That kind of makes sense. They both contain carbon, oxygen and hydrogen, but phospholipids contain a phosphate. Triglyceride has three fatty acids, Phospholipid has two fatty acids plus a phosphate 
molecule. Triglycerides are hydrophobic, whereas phospholipids are both hydrophilic and hydrophobic. And phospholipids form a bilayer, but triglycerides don't. In the cell. In the yes. cell membrane. Not as bad as you thought. Right, so before we look at your takeaways and the roundups and things like that, just very quick reminder of September's wider reading. So we are looking at the book, The Incredible Unlikeliness of Being by Professor Alice Roberts. Just that journey from conception to like fully grown and the different development that takes place and how that is then related to other species and whether there is the similar development taking place which shows you know different ancestry through evolution and cool. the podcast the life scientific hosted by professor jim al-khalili which is a radio for show but is also put out as a podcast conversations with scientists there's other over like 200 conversations with different scientists not all biologists so you'd have to pick out the ones that are related to the biology spec but there are some really good conversations there with the actual scientists that are discovering or working with different elements of biology so give them a listen it's so worth it shall i do the roundup oh, yeah, or go for it. do you want to do your takeaways well we always want takeaways after don't we yeah yeah okay we'll do the roundup first okay so i'll just round up the information shall i do it live what Ria's roundup well done Okay, there are two types of lipid that you must know the structure and properties of, triglycerides and phospholipids. Triglycerides have one molecule of glycerol and that is bonded to three fatty acids by condensation reaction, forming ester bonds. Fatty acids contain a carboxyl group, COOH, with a hydrocarbon chain that can vary in length, making each fatty acid different. Fatty acids that contain at least one double bond is known as unsaturated. If they contain only single bonds, they are known as saturated. Triglycerides are insoluble, as fatty acid tails are hydrophobic and repel water. Triglycerides are used as a store of energy. This energy is contained in the many bonds in hydrocarbon chains. Energy is released when the bonds are broken. They are also good storage molecules as lots of energy can be stored in a small volume. This reduces the mass that animals have to carry around. They are insoluble in water, so it does not affect osmosis in the cells. Finally, they release water in their formation via condensation reaction, which is good for animals in dry environments. Phospholipids are similar to triglycerides except that one of the fatty acids is replaced by a phosphate molecule. This makes the phospholipid polar, as the phosphate is hydrophilic, attracted to water, compared to the fatty acid tail, which is hydrophobic. This means they will form a bilayer and form cell membranes. They also bond with carbohydrates to form glycolipids, which act as cell surface receptors. Okay. Cool. Okay, my takeaways. Yes. I'm doing these off the top of my head. They're the most important things I have heard today. Not even in this podcast, just like what I've heard today. <laughs> <laughs> so a the first one is that triglyceride repels water and the phospholipid has one end that repels water and one end that doesn't and the one that doesn't that attracts water is the phosphate. Yep. And my next one is that a triglyceride is made of a glycerol glycerol and three fatty acids. The phospholipid is made of a glycerol, two fatty acids and phosphate. Yeah. And then the other one, I will say, if it is 
difference between a saturated and an unsaturated is that the unsaturated has at least one double bond and therefore can be have more bonds. Yay. Is that good enough? Yeah. Cool, I'm glad. Very good. Very good. Also, so, the R is this saturated fatty acid bit. Well, different lengths of different lengths. It could hydrocarbon be hydrocarbon chain in the fatty acid. Could be twenty three. Could be a hundred. Could be fifty. Yes. Could be many. Okay, I feel better about that actually at the end. Yeah. I feel good about it. Yeah. And it's an ester reaction. Ester bond. Ester bond formed and in a condensation. In a condensation reaction, reaction. that produces water. No, I can't shut her up now. I'm the teacher. <laughs> so you can contact us from these places. Teachmescience.co.uk. Forget about the www. <laughs> As discussed in previous episodes. You can tweet at us and that is at teachmebiocast. You can also drop us an email at teachmebiologycast at gmail.com. And we also have Instagram, and that is at teachmebiologycast. Please don't forget to be dropping us your biology puns. Hashtag biology puns. You haven't done a biology pun for quite a while. You just do like off the cuff stuff. You know why? Because I like, before I was like finding out what the episode title was, and then like working out what, like a joke. Yeah. But then like, I'm just coming in here with like no idea what the, the subject matter is, and then being confused during the process of trying to work out what the science is and then not forgetting about the puns not remembering to do a joke (laughs) not finding any of it funny at all (laughs) just finding it already hard (laughs) like being back at school again oh no yeah so all those different contact points uh let us know if any feedback if you're doing if you are revising using our podcast or any of our resources or any of the advice that we're giving just like send us pictures of it and we can use it on our instagram or on our twitter to show other people what, what's happening or any feedback would be good at all um if you're listening to us through apple podcasts rate and reviewers let us know through any of those sort of contact points was that the bell Yep. Well, I'm just going to stay here because I've got double biology. So. Um, triple biology. Triple biology. Triple biology. Oh. Three podcasts. In a row. <laughs> I'm staying here, so I haven't got to say bye. No, no. But no. we should for the, okay, the episode still. Yeah. I have been Sarah Matthews. And I'm Rhea Corbett. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Sorry, thank you as well. <laughs>